0: Buckle up as we launch into the second half of the Counterculture Mom Show. Here's your host, Tina Griffin.
1: Germany is where we're headed next to talk about how kids can learn to share the gospel through gaming. How cool is that? This segment is going to be spectacular. Listen to this. Our next guest's goal is to develop the first worldwide high-quality game that will let people experience the story of the gospel now that's what I'm talking about. I'm Tina Griffin, host of the Counterculture Mom Show. Welcome to another episode where we're talking today about video games and how we can reach the loss to the world of gaming. We are all the way in Germany at the moment with Amin Yeshua. Welcome to the program out there. What time zone are we in now? Midnight? One o'clock in the morning? Where are we at?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Uh, it's, it's, it's only 7 p.m. here.
1: 7 p.m., so everybody's up and at them except for your three young children who are probably headed to bed, correct?
0: Yeah, so it might be that there are some screamings in the background in the next few minutes.
1: (laughs) Said that they have to go to bed and they can't play your awesome video games. You live in Stuttgart, Germany. Am I saying that right? Stuttgart. Not even close. Stuttgart. Every week I'm learning a new language. I was in Israel last week. Now I'm in Germany this week. Stuttgart, Stuttgart, Germany with your wife and three daughters who are five, three and one. So thank you for jumping out of your normal bedtime routine. Give your wife a high five. I know she's putting them all three to bed now on her own thinking, all right, that's it. Thank you for joining us. You are founder and CEO of Light Word Productions. Besides being the game director of One for 500, Amin is in charge of fundraising for the company as well as gathering and leading his intrinsic team to build a company that is a lighthouse in the gaming industry. Thank you for doing what you're doing. I have to just ask you right out of the gate here, while studying history and theology in college, you wrote a dissertation on structures to communicate the gospel with young people. How did the idea for a game even come into that? Can you explain your vision and mission for your company?
0: Uh, when I wrote my dissertation and, and, and did my PhD in theology, I made a, a student project and asked young people, hey, how should Church of Tomorrow be like that it's more relevant for you? Oh. Um, and then one group uh, came up with an idea and they said, hey, look, we're, uh, we're interested in gaming and we're interested in the Bible. And but we would only engage with biblical content if we were able to play it. And then I thought about it because I'm a gamer myself. And then I was really uh, quickly recognizing, oh, wow, that's like a display uh, of a problem and the solution at the same time. Uh, Because we have 2.8 billion gamers in the world. And there's like no high quality game that enables you to experience the gospels uh, in high quality, right? And um, so for me, uh, yeah, this really hit my heart. And I was angry and passionate at the same time. And I was like, ooh, somebody needs to do that. Then a crazy, a crazy road started because some people, yeah, they encouraged me to to do. Hey, if God put this on your heart, you need to do this. And I find, uh, I found the right people. And so our vision um, with this project is to enable players uh, to experience the events, the meaning, and the relevance of the gospel in its um, historical, authentic context. So they really can dive into the world uh, where Jesus lived, understand the culture, understand the context, um, and then get a better understanding also uh, about the, of the um, biblical texts.
1: Okay, first of all, I applaud you for taking a very creative means, video gaming, to teach the relevance and truth of God's word to what you said, close to 3 billion people pr- approximately that play video games. I remember telling a about 6,000 kids when I went to a youth conference in San Diego about 15 years ago that if they love video games to do exactly what you're doing right now, bring the scriptures to life through video games. People, you have no idea you're in for such a treat right now because your mind, I mean, is so good you're so talented at the vision of bringing scripture to life through video games i i'm blown away by your work i gotta dig into that so here you are you see a problem people are using video games but they're not being reached by the gospel you create your company one of 500 can you explain to us how you came up with this phrase one of 500
0: when you create a a story like we do um yeah, it's 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 a little bit complicated because you don't want to mess up the biblical story, and you don't want to mix in things that are not in the Bible. Um, but on the other side, you need to create new content and new storylines um, to make the to make the story interesting and uh, provide a room of freedom. Um, and so we needed to have a point. A fixed point at the end uh, after the resurrection, and somebody who's there at the beginning when Jesus uh, appears uh, open uh, in public. And uh, so we said, okay, we need to start in Capernaum because there uh, he mostly starts um, at Jesus. And then at the end, there's this passage in in First in Corinthians uh, which says that 500 uh, people saw the resurrected Jesus uh, at one time, and so we have this uh, like semi-fictional character who's behind a number, and um, we can tell his story freely um, without, uh, yeah have a messing up the biblical story, but also having the necessary freedom that we need.
1: That sounds absolutely fantastic. In fact, the reason I was sharing about the San Diego Youth Conference, is I shared, if God gives you a mission and vision through video games, create a video game that brings the Bible to life. I had a sixth grader run up to me, and I'll never forget it. He goes, someday, Tina, I'm going to create a whole series that explains Jesus and how he walked on this earth and brought people to a life-saving knowledge of Christ through video games. So I was so stoked when I saw that you were one of the upcoming guests for our program because this is such a creative way to get the truth out there to the masses. Okay, people, you're in for a treat. You have to check out Amin's trailer on what he's been working on. So check this out.
0: I was born in a world ruled by was beyond me, but people say a prophet has arisen who will upset the rules of this world. They speak of miracles, how it changes and heals people. Even raises some from the dead. enough of these rumors I must see it for myself
1: like I just think it's so neat that God used what was in your brain gave you this idea and you just ran with it That to me is so cool People were like oh you're not going to go anywhere with that or it's a bad idea just go ahead and make an app and you're like no video games have to be made kids are playing them which they are more than any other entertainment facet. It's video games. And you're reaching them with Christ. I have like 48 questions like normal with you today. Shame. You're keeping me busy here. Okay. So let's start with this part right here. What really speaks volumes is that you're a father of three kids, once again, that are five, three, and one years old. So in between changing diapers and helping with bottle feeding and you know, going out on family endeavors and, and helping with schooling, everything going on in your home. You're a busy dad with three young kids. You're still trying to save this globe and get the gospel out to the nations through video games. How do you address the concerns that parents have about gaming when a lot of people think, all right, video games are all negative and they're harmful and too many kids are on them. What are your thoughts to that kind of question?
0: Yes, uh, I think... Uh the most important thing is that you need to be differentiated about games. And uh, I really like uh, the the articles I saw on your page about gaming, uh, which are differentiated. And uh, so (laughs) good job uh, there. Um, And um, so a lot of people think that games are just like wasting time and uh, playing around with stupid things and uh, are, and the, um, yeah, the violence is very dangerous and stuff like that, and um, they don't know or recognize that games, in a meanwhile, are used uh, in big companies. Gamification is a very big thing, um, in education, you use uh games, and it, we were in a startup incubator and there was a startup that used games for Alzheimer's uh, patients um, for, for uh, a rehab. And uh, so games have so many opportunities. And I would say it's uh, like a knife. Uh, You can kill someone with it or you can make a, Marmalade sandwich. (laughs) Um, So you you really you you really need to know how to use it or or what what to do with it. And there are so many components that are positive with with games, even with the bad ones, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, So uh, like in a in a there are shooter games and um, where you have to build teams and you have to uh, fight against another team and then you need to uh, build your strategy, analyze, um, solve problems, um, communicate with people, make, uh, find hierarchies that are useful for your group. Um, You train your reaction time and your focus and stuff like that. Um, There are so many things that you learn that you don't see. Um, And and, uh, I think for gaming or uh, yeah, the phrase I'm um, learning by doing could also be learning by playing. Um, and of course there are, I mean, as you said, I'm a father and of three girls and I'm scared all the time that they're <laughs> exposed to bad influences and stuff like that. Um, uh, 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 so I really, you really need to look out what you, what your, uh, what your kids play. But um One thing is very important to me as well because I played all my youth and my parents tried to (laughs) keep me away from from gaming, but I did it anyway, secretly. And (gasps) uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) what I wanted to play, I, I just played it and I played a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And so, yeah, life is not over if your kids Play games. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, something
0: good can, can, can come out of it.
1: Something good can come out of that. I was just going to say that. I mean, I, what are you doing? Like two or three in the morning, your parents are thinking you're in bed and you're sneaking up out of bed and playing video games. That's it. Now they know the truth is out there. But look at how you used your talent and your giftings and your interest in playing video games for God's glory. That blows my mind. So parents, if you have an addicted gamer right now who can't get up and jump on the school bus and go to school, or better yet, I would say having to stay home and homeschool, you know, within time limits, that's important, but video games aren't bad. It's a type of video games, like I've said in previous episodes, and it's how long you have them play. So if you have a an addicted child to gaming like Amin was here decade two decades ago not you're younger than me what i have to ask you now what do your parents think about you doing what you're doing now with your love of video games
0: at the beginning it's like uh it's 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 a nice playing around a little bit but <laughs> when i when i explain the full concept behind what we are doing they're like oh, wow, this is this is actually pretty sophisticated and makes, makes a lot of sense.
1: My parents are the same way. They're like, you're doing what? Going out to Hollywood to learn about what? To learn some dirt on celebrities to do what? I said, I don't know. God's just telling me to move 2,000 miles west, jump in the Hollywood Hills, get some dirt, and then explain to people that this is all facade and it's not all glitz and glamour. We're oddballs. But I know that people watching this, there's a lot of oddballs out there. So do exactly what God's calling you to do. And pursue your dream. Life's too short to be doing a job that you don't like, even if it's great cash. I mean, God, if He's called you to do something, He will bless it because you're doing exactly what He called you to do. He's not going to leave you stranded. Now, if we parents give our kids Christian games to play, a lot of times because of the cheesy business in the past, the kids would be like, yeah, right, I'm going to stuff that over there or sell it on eBay when they're not looking. How can we make sure that our kids are playing these Christian games and even better yet, the kids want to play these games? How are your games different where kids cannot wait to get their hands on them?
0: I'd say what we're doing differently is that alone the form, the the outer appearance communicates you, hey, this is not like a, a, a shabby, cheesy product, but it's actually a high quality uh, mature game and uh, this will be a great adventure and um, I as a gamer I want to uh, I want to see a product that uh, where where I want to uh, immediately say wow this looks so nice I want to play it yeah um, or what is it a game is an experience and you're uh, you're like drawn into this experience and uh, the game um, conveys you a certain feeling so you are a hero or you're a football player or you're uh yeah a a soldier or whatever and um the game mechanics what you do in the game they need to um correspond with this experience and what we saw in christian games uh uh, very often was that you have like a jump and run, jump and run, jump and run game.
1: It makes complete sense what you're talking about. I absolutely can visualize what you're saying. It's like, let's go deeper, let's make the scripture exciting. Kids want to learn about Jesus. In fact, a lot of kids don't even know how exciting Jesus is, and you are making the Bible as exciting as it is. All the realities. Um, all the consequences, all the heroes, all the stories. I I absolutely love it. Like I'm not that big of a gamer. I really don't have a lot of time to play games. If I do every now and then it's Tetris, but I can say as a non-gamer, I would want to play your games because it brings the Bible to life. It helps me understand what I'm actually reading in scripture. I can live out via the video game controller. I'm just so stoked about your games. So explain to us exactly how you do that. How do you bring the Bible to life in your video games? Besides the excellent graphics, how do you do more than just running, jumping, and hurtling?
0: So we're starting with our uh, main character, who is a, a fisher fisherman boy in, in Capernaum. And he faces uh, existential questions, the big questions of life. And you're in a conflict that is relevant to every human being, not only uh, to Christians. And then you are in a um, exciting story and adventure. And then we have decisions that you have to make on and on and on and on. And uh, these are like moral, ethical, spiritual um, decisions. And you also learn in these conflicts biblical perspectives from the events and the texts from the gospel that correspond with these conflicts. So we're looking, Hey, what, uh, anthropological or existential question is here in the biblical text and what is relevant today. And then we, um, connect both with the fictional story and the biblical text. And then people, um, Will learn in these situations a uh, biblical perspective, but they will also be able to decide against it, and this is very important for our game. So um, we we want to uh, keep a certain freedom to the players, so they are not feeling pushed into a certain direction, and also that non Christians can say, "Oh, okay, they don't force me to be uh, to follow the pip- the biblical path," and so on. Um, okay, I'm uh, I'm I'm staying on it and um, I'm going with the game and I go th- go through all the, uh, the gospel um, because they're not forcing me um, to follow their perspective, but I can apply it when I when it touches me or or and I can experiment with it a little bit.
1: Uh, I mean that is so awesome on so many levels. First of all, you're using video games to help Christians develop a deeper relationship and understanding of Jesus by playing your games. Secondly, the kids and adults that will be playing your games can use it to witness to the lost by introducing them to this game. It's a great way to let them know who Jesus is and what he's done for us without being forceful, like going door to door with a Bible in hand and forcing somebody. And then what you just explained is absolutely key. This is my favorite part of the entire interview right here, because I can visually understand why you're doing what you're doing. This makes me somewhat want to cry, because I believe a lot of kids and parents will be touched for the first time on who Jesus is and what he's done for us through playing your video game in an unconfrontational manner. I have to ask you before we dig in deep to how people can fund what you're currently working on, because it has to be available to everybody around this globe. What advice would you give to a young person who is watching this right now or parents of kids that want to get into a career of developing video games? Where can they go to get started? What would you advise on that?
0: Yeah, so uh, one of the first persons who, who believed in me in, at the Christian Game Developers Conference was Phil Conrad, and he has two companies, um, Kidware Software and Bible Buy Books. And uh, he has some tutorials and books that you can do, and I would also recommend them. And if you're already a, a, a step further, uh, we have also job offerings and uh, we provide in, internships that you can do at our company. So, um, yeah, Christian Game Developers Group is uh, always a good step. Okay,
1: Amin, you're killing me. I want this game right now for my kids. I understand you're still in development, but you're almost there. You're hoping to have this released by next Christmas. I don't want to wait that long. And I'm not joking. I think Christ is right around the corner. I want kids right now to get what you've got. If there's someone watching this right now, I just pray in the name of Jesus, you want to donate to what Amin is working on, and you got a million bucks, you got two million to invest. And what you are working on that could literally lead millions of children to the Lord through your video game. This is serious. Where can people donate? How can people invest in what you're doing to get this video game out there quicker?
0: Yeah, there are several options. You can go to our website, 10500 um, gamecom and just email us. We provide um, normal equity investments. You can also go to patreon.com slash 10500. We're thankful for everyone who helps us.
1: Let's say there's kids out there right now that are dead set on want to be a part of what you're doing. They want to be a tester for what you're working on. How can they be involved in a tester? What does that entail? And how can they let you know they want to do that?
0: Yeah, so uh, if you want to be a tester, you can go to our website and then follow the link to the Discord server. Um, All the gamers will know what Discord is. And um, if you want to have early access to our beta and stuff like that, you can also go to the Patreon uh, page and register there for a program.
1: Now around this show, everybody, there's a lot of links that you can click on. There's a link to lightword-productions if you are interested in job opportunities. The call to action is to go to their website 1 of 500oneof500-game.com. You'll see that in the show notes. Go to their website, sign up for the news, the announcements for the game. You can also donate at the Patreon website they have in the show notes. Let's help them get this game out there ASAP. I mean, thank you so much for your time, for jumping on, for doing what God's called you to do. Anybody out there that jumps on board to be a new donor with Counterculture Mom, just email us at show at counterculturemom.com. Let us know that you're now a new partner, monthly partner with our ministry. Take a screenshot, send it over, and we're going to give the first three people a shirt from your company all the way from Germany. Oh, yeah, people, get your goods while supplies last. Put that underneath the Christmas tree by Valentine's Day next Christmas as soon as possible. We need your video games underneath our family's trees in America and around this globe because we have to get the boss we have to get the gospel out there to our kids. And right now the video game platform is where it's at with what they're playing and what they're spending their time on download the counterculture mom app get premium and we will have updates about amin his progress and when this video game is coming out to store shelves we have a couple sponsor slots left you can just email us for more info at show at counterculture you know what Amin? let's inspire christian video gamers to keep sharing the scriptures with the lost through one of the coolest most sought after means on our globe today The world of video games thank you for doing what you're doing and bringing truth to so many people
0: thank you for having me stay tuned for our last action-packed episode with hollywood insider tina griffin on k praise right after this depression anxiety
1: fear life isn't the problem your mind is you can heal your wounded mind roman garcia mind medic former fbi special agent and tactical medic turned life coach roman helps you repair your emotional wounds stop feeling powerless enjoy life again and regain control over your health wealth and relationships visit mind-medic.com for a free conversation with roman that's mind-medic.com